Welcome to Bean Stuff. Today is the third episode that we're doing on cupping. We're kind of digging deeper and deeper in each episode. And today we are going to look at the lexicon. The lexicon. And not, the, not a leprechaun, though. No, not, not a leprechaun. And also, it, it goes hand in hand with the coffee taster's wheel, which they've just brought out a couple of years ago now. Yeah, and I know that we had done another episode earlier in the year that was on tasting coffee and how to do that. Um, this is going to cover probably some of what that covered as well, uh, but it's going to go much, much deeper in, into uh, into the, the language and the descriptions of flavor. So first of all, what the heck is the lexicon? You want to start with the lexicon? I was going to start. Well, the lexicon, it's its a dictionary. You've, uh, the uh, We're going to, you need a dictionary to describe and uh, to give meaning to words. Mm. Because when we say one thing, or what I understand it means, you'll understand it means something completely different if you're, particularly if you're from a different country, use a different language, have different culture, it's going to be very, very different. Well, and you wrote a couple examples of how that might be misconstrued, didn't I you? I did. I was quite excited by this. I, yeah. I thought about it. Read it, off what you had as your well, examples Well, okay. There. Do you understand this, Reed? Do you understand yeah, this? Yeah, bring it on. If I said to you, I went to the dairy and got some Jaffa lollies and lemonade to put in the chili bin and Bob's your uncle. You know what? I do know what you're saying. Now, why do you know what I'm saying? Because I've lived in New Zealand where that is a normal thing or all those words make sense. That's right. So a lot of people, a whole population understand that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But a whole population, perhaps even more people, don't understand it. Right. But they would understand it if I said this to them. Okay. I went to the 7-Eleven and got some chocolate orange candy and Sprite to put in the cooler. And well, there you have it. Yeah. So you have almost the exact same thing being said, but the understanding is completely different depending on where you're from. Exactly. Exactly. And kind of with the lexicon, you need a common a common language to be shared between everyone so that everybody's on the same page. Yeah, quite typically when we're cupping, in fact, I had it just this last, uh, yesterday, and yeah. uh, people will often say, and I'm happy for them to say it, but they'll say, this coffee tastes like coffee. <laughs> and I think, well, that's good. I'd rather it taste like coffee than diesel or something else, but uh, right. but what does that mean? I don't think they've... Take able to have taken the time to actually say what I mean by coffee because yeah. coffee has so many flavors. You're not describing you're describing this general term coffee, but coffee is so varied. What are you What are you talking about? And I think that that's that's the same with a lot of things. Like you know, you might say, "Oh, I, I, this tastes like wine," mm-hmm. or "This tastes like uh, bread," or what, anything you have. And I think it's it's that you know what we're talking about now is taking it to that next step, and then saying, you know, what? But what does bread taste like? Mm-hmm. What so, break yeah. it down? And and then also, how do we? communicate that with each other so that when i say it tastes like something you can sit there and say okay i know what he's saying and now i understand that um and that's where that lexicon comes in that common dictionary for for us all to use you know it would be better for to say rather than say coffee tastes like coffee right i think it'd be better to say something like it tastes like raspberries it tastes like chocolate it tastes like 
flowers. Right. And then you're homing down, you're getting more specific. So I start saying, I know what raspberries taste like. <laughs> right. But guess what? You've mm. still got a problem because some people in the world may have never tasted a raspberry. Or a what, Jaffa. Or, or a Jaffa. What are you talking about? And and I think that that's, that's, a, that's a huge thing. And that's, there's some stuff in the lexicon that really, I think, is really cool for that exact you know, dilemma mm-hmm. that you run into. Yes. yes. Um, I wanted to define lexicon because I didn't oh. know the definition or the, you know, the dictionary definition off the top of my head, but I have it written down. So I'm going to cheat and read that. Good. good. Um, but it's a, it's a noun and it's the vocabulary of a person, language or branch of knowledge. Um, and then it has in parentheses or quotations, the size of the English lexicon, mm-hmm. but it's, it's something that we can use as a, almost as definitions for what we're tasting specifically when we're talking about coffee, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- have we had this forever? We have not had the lexicon or the coffee tasters wheel forever. No. Yeah. And I probably should say aside when we get into the tasting, this, we're really talking about black unflavored coffee. Right, we're not talking about white coffee. We're not talking about eating a raw bean or the, the, we're not the cherry hazelnut or... flavor in there. We're not putting <laughs> sugar or half and half. We have just got black unflavored coffee. Well, and like like we had talked about in the previous episode, um, or the previous, the very first, or yeah, no, the, the last episode, we talked about how that ratio works and how that's defined, mm-hmm. and and we're talking about using that ratio. So if if you haven't listened to the the episode just before this, that one kind of breaks that down. Um, because we there is a specific ratio of water to coffee, um, but you are correct exactly. We're not doing anything mm. but just coffee and water, and which that's usually the first amazement of people. Like when we're cupping, and we taste two different coffees, black unflavored coffee, right? And they go, "Wow, <laughs> I've never tasted that before." What they're actually saying is, "I've never thought." to taste the coffee before well that as well but i would say this i feel like i had a reverse a reverse experience of that oh yes because i grew up with you making coffee and Mm -hmm. and that experience that was good experience good (laughs) and then i went to my first real job Mm -hmm. and they had coffee they said we've got coffee here if you ever want to go ahead and grab it i thought man this is the coolest thing is it free just it's free oh it's beautiful they said just come and grab it and i said oh my goodness What what, what happened so got to my desk sat down and I went over to uh, then go get a free coffee. I thought, man, I can just come to work, have a coffee. Oh, oh and yes. it, just, it, it tasted like uh, fermented cherries or plums or just fermented to the point where you would never want to put it in your mouth. Oh, dear. dear. But I think that that's where a lot of people come from. So mm. it's like, you know, I can see how a lot of people think of coffee have, as, as having the coffee flavor. Yeah, co- actually, coffee... The history of coffee, like compared to history of wine, wine mm. has a long history of tasting coffee, tastings of coffee, and they have a lexicon. They have a wine. You were talking wheel. about wine. You said coffee there. Did I say sorry? Yeah, they, they have, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they have a, a wine wheel, right? And they've used it for for a long, long time. Coffee's the new boy on the block, basically, right? And therefore, people don't realize actually, coffee also has these tastes, and I'm. I'm sort of so used to this other thing that you just mm. described there. Yeah. I think that's coffee. And I know, I usually say to them, you know, if I tasted the coffee you have at work, I probably wouldn't drink coffee. And I think that that's a large reason. I think we're we're getting off in the weeds a bit, but I yeah. think that is a large reason, you know, people think, oh man, coffee cupping. Oh, maybe I won't want to do it. It's like, you know what? When you taste it, you will have kind of mm-hmm. that aha moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and, and you start to be able to explore some of these flavors and things that's we'll right. talk about. I was saying a couple of cupping on Friday that uh, 
one if you if you if you just go mmm when you taste it and then you go to the other side and taste the other other coffee and go whoa mmm yeah. that's made my day yeah because you're thinking about you're it, thinking you're... about it and you realize this is nice and and you you honestly haven't put any flavors in this no <laughs> it, it was came from the seed yeah yeah so who developed the lexicon, Dad? Well, as I say, there's there's many others in the past. Because wasn't there one? Er, there was one before was, the one we have now. There is, there is, there was. I should just preface that the coffee has. I mean, sorry, wine has one. Beer mm. has a wheel. Honey has a wheel. Wow. Cheese has a wheel. You know, they've they've got <laughs> these things out wheel there. Of cheese. <laughs> there you go. I'd like to taste that one. Actually, I know. It'd be really cool. But um, the first one that came about, and it was done pretty for well coffee. for coffee right. uh, in 1995, not that long ago, and they called it the Coffee Tasters Flavor Wheel. Yeah. Um, and Ted Lingle and some others were very involved in that. And called Ted. Yeah. It was... Uh, Dear Ted. Yeah. It was, it was good. And... Uh, we, you know, you could go onto it and you could finally have a common language that you could say something and mm. there it was on the wheel and someone in in Nigeria was like, yeah, I, I've got the same one here. Right. Um, but it had some had some limitations to it. And for those who don't know what the, the, the flavor wheel looks like, I mean, both of them are fairly similar in their aesthetic look, but it, I think of it like, a, like the color wheel that you see when you look for paint. There's colors and yeah, different yeah. things that go. On. It looks a lot like that, except and it's a lot. It has colors, mm-hmm. but it's it the colors correlate to flavors and stuff like that. So we'll we'll put a link to where yeah. there's a an interactive one you can use. But just so you kind of get an idea, think of like a a, a chart with a bunch of different the, like a color wheel, but each of those is a flavor. And I think the wheel, just saying that, you think of a wheel that has has spokes going out of from the yeah. center. That's a coffee wheel. And you start in the middle, and it's very general. And as you move out of the wheel to the the tire, to the rubber, whatever you right. want to put it that way, um, it gets more and more specific. And you, mm. you you find yourself you've suddenly mapped your way from the middle where you you're right there, right in the middle, and suddenly you've ended up north, and or spokes, you've ended up south, and you've yeah. got, you've got a description. And spokes on that wheel next to each other are usually somewhat you know in the familiar we'll, family. Yeah, but we'll, we'll go. Well, into we'll talk that. about that. That's important. But so 1955, Teddy brings us a. Uh, Nin- a what did you say? 1995. Right, 19. 19- 95. Sorry, I said 50. I thought you did. <laughs> but Must Ted brings us in 1995, brings us a wheel. Yes. It's yes. missing some bits and pieces. Yeah, and we could go into that, but it was good. It was, it was good for its time. Oh, it was. When I started coffee 2002, that's what I used all the time. That's what mm. we did tests on. That's what we went and got calibrated with. Wow. And uh, But then comes along another year called 2016. So that's a little further that's on That's not too now. long ago. That's, not that, that's only two years ago yeah. from today anyway. And so what happened in 2016? Well, the the what it was, the SCAA, which is now the SCA, don't worry about that. Um, Specialty Coffee Association. That's right. Of America? It was America. Now it's, it's joined just up now with Europe. Specialty, so it's just yeah. Specialty Coffee Association. Yeah. The, the, and this is, this is generalizing it, but with the World Re- um, World Coffee Research got together, um, there was a, a maybe before that the Kansas State University got involved, mm. um, may have been earlier even, and they started having trained sensory panelists, scientists spend I don't know 150 hours just looking at 105 coffee samples as wow. such from 14 different countries, wow. which is a huge task. That's a lot of coffee. That's right. 
And what they found is that uh, they they ended up with 99 different terms for coffee, and they said, here we go, and they passed it on to another university, and uh, they call it UC Davis, the University of California in Davis, mm. and they passed it on to them, and then they started doing some amazing statistical work, but also amazing tasting with scientists, with professional tasters, with the coffee industry, all sorts of people who they wanted to find out what was um, common to coffee that if you said it, you would always find it in some coffee in the world. Right. Almost like the ultimate truth with flavor. That's right. And they, they call it, I think they call it a living document because it's it's going to change. There's going to be new flavors that come out there and right. they will probably add a few. They may even take a few away. I don't know. Mm. But uh, you actually get well, a coffee flavor rather than just coffee tastes like coffee. Now you've got an actual standard and you say, I taste blackberries. But there, and you have a problem. Because how do you how? So if we say coffee tastes like blackberries, how do I know that you and I mm-hmm. are, on are the same using page. the same definition of blackberries when we say that? The definition I'm not using. I read this somewhere online, but I'm not. They're not berries plucked from the Argentine hillside and eaten as an appetizer to a steak dinner paired with a reasonably priced wine. <laughs> going, Whoa! One, I'm, I I've never been to Argentina. I don't know right. what you're talking about. Right, you have to define it in ways that are achievable for people who are going to be using the wheel. You can't expect everyone to go to Argentina for a steak dinner. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, so this group from US Davis and many other scientists and others involved in that, mm. I just wrote down here, I'm not going to go into it because they are statistical professionals and all this, and I, I've been to a few courses on it, I think my mind is just blown by <laughs> It's how like a much brain melt session. It is. They put so much time into this, and which is wonderful for us at the end, who say we can use this knowing quite confidently that this is a good place. The The first coffee wheel was good. Yeah. This one's now they've taken it to another level and going, wow, this is this is really usable, which I like about the, the, the coffee tasters wheel from 2016. It's really usable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, it, I think it's amazing to me. It's like you could look at it and think, oh, this is just a wheel or this is a whatever. But it really is. There's so much that went into it. I'm amazed. Research, exactly. time, um, and, it, and the fact that it's, you know, constantly evolving. It's mm-hmm. not It's not something that they have decided is, you know, static and good as, as it is. They're always working on it. I'm just impressed by and it's free, right? It is. You can go online. You can print it off. You can make a poster of it. It's yeah. It's and again, we'll have a link to it. Uh, Even the, the lexicon, which is I've got one in front of me. I have to put mine in a folder because there's just so many pages. Yeah. And we'll go on to that in a moment. But uh, it's free. You can just download. It. There was just an update of it a few few months ago. That is so cool. That is so cool. So yeah, I, I think the flavor wheel is amazing, and then the lexicon kind of complements the flavor wheel. Yes. Um, because with the flavor, like you said, like your first, like you kind of start in the center, and mm-hmm. let's say we there's lots of there's a couple larger categories we pick, um, and then it goes out to general or, or more specific, and then you kind of go from there. Once you get to the end, you kind of say, "Here's what the, the flavor I've defined," and you can look that up in the lexicon and get mm-hmm. more definitions of that. I I don't want to miss this because yeah. I, was, I was quite excited to add this into the to the podcast <laughs> into the show notes for today. I wanted to say these words because it made me feel quite bright. Yes, say these words. And uh, when they did the the statistical, I can't even say the word. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, drum roll. The statistical analysis. Yeah, they use words like well, first they f- I thought this was blew my mind a free multiple sorting system. Mm-hmm. I thought, whoa, what is that? And I, I actually didn't. Oh, that well, basically they broke it into down to nine groups. Yeah, you know, f- sweet floral fruit or whatever that formed the inner part of the wheel but but 
it got me really excited when they, <laughs> they started using and they showed us this and it was just oh uh, just you know we were looking at different pictures of these over yeah. and over and different ones. The symmetrical proximity similarity matrix blew my mind. They moved on then to the five-dimensional multi-dimensional scaling, which <laughs> we, you and I have a picture of that in front of us there. Yeah. Just as dots of stuff of all these flavors. They're trying to work out which ones are in coffee and which ones are not. Uh, the wow. multiple factor analysis, and then they ended up with the agglomerative of hierarchical cluster. Woo! <laughs> Sounds like some Star Trek stuff. It, 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 it reminded me of that, actually. And that's sort of what they were delving into that had never been delved into mm. before. And that sounds very scientific and it's very factual. Right. But what I liked about it, where we're heading right now, is how do we practically use that? And I'm, I've found that it can be used practically and with quite success, whether you're a professional or just enjoy coffee, you want to know a little bit more about the flavor. Am I saying what I'm saying? Is that accurate? Yeah. And I, I mean, I know we've, we've kind of given a brief overview of the wheel itself and without seeing it, it's really quite difficult to picture in your mind. But again, picturing a wheel of flavors and essentially it's assisting you in, in choosing what flavor we'll kind of go through how we use that. Again, the lexicon is basically a dictionary of those terms. And bef- and I may be jumping ahead, but before we jump into, because we're going to walk through like, right. using that. Yeah. The the cool thing about the lexicon, like you had said about, you know, if I taste a blackberry and you taste a blackberry, mm-hmm. how do we know they're the same? Is that the lexicon breaks that down for mm-hmm. us. So it, it says um, blackberry. And then under that, it says blackberry, you know, here's the flavor, here's the intensity of that flavor. It gives a definition. Then it right. goes, the, part, the next part. Which this is my gonna, favorite part. Oh, you sat then. Oh, well, well so, uh, so for blackberry, it might, it gives you uh, what they've picked is like one of the easiest things to get. Um, they typically are at your grocery store, but they say, go get Schmucker's blackberry jam. Oh, brilliant. Or for like apple, if you have that in there, it's like a specific type of applesauce. Mm-hmm. They've tried. It's hard because we're talking about the Western world here. Right. And that's the has, thing. You may not be able to get mm-hmm. those everywhere. No, no. So um, I don't know if they're going to come out with an addition for Ethiopia or something where it's more available. What they've started with saying, okay, let's start here in particularly the States. Yeah. And we can go and get some Smucker's Blackberry Jam. But it makes it so easy yep. for everybody. Like I know for you, you've done that for, for when you've done like teaching people and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you'll bring in, you know, something and say, mm-hmm. hey, let's all taste this and get familiar with this taste because we want to calibrate ourselves to, you know, this is Blackberry, That's this right. is Apple. You always know when I've done that because <laughs> suddenly the next day appears in our fridge, our refrigerator. A lot of apples. A lot of apples, a lot of Smucker's Blackberry jam. You know, where'd all this come? I did a cupping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think it's so cool that it does. And I think okay, the name is escaping me, but there's also a new thing that's coming out as well that you can actually order the flavors offline What's oh that called? that's right it is a new it's expensive it's, uh, sort of thing it's called whew. the flavor five uh or flavor active i should say and we'll like put five. a link to flavor active as well so you can check out their Blows website your mind i've i've tasted one right and uh, but it's like vials of yep. flavor essentially yeah it's for i think it was some of them were different but for 10 flavors about 95 dollars, and each mm-hmm. is like a single use flavor mm-hmm. thing so that's expensive but i think yes. it does start to make it more uniform there's not like going to the grocery store yeah if you can't find your smackers at your grocery store when right. you're in ethiopia you could have one of these um flavor active uh, that captures. being said yeah. smackers is much cheaper than 95 dollars. that's right but if you can't get it and <laughs> but you want to yes. know what the taste is yeah i mean if you're if you're getting into it it is helpful so i think that's cool and there's also the scents uh, uh, uh the so nears. they have flavor and then they have like the scent 
as well. Yeah. And that, what's that one called? Uh, is it the Lanier's Cafe or something? It's uh, Yeah, it's like a little box of... 35 vials, like mm-hmm. little little bottles of different flavors. Now, we used to use that with the old Tasters wheel. We still use it, but yeah. now what we've discovered, funny enough, that not all those flavors, those 35, some of them are actually not in the new coffee Tasters oh, wheel, which is fine. You can smell something that's not there, but right. uh, and you just broaden your whole category in thinking about that smells. Right. It's pretty cool. I remember you bringing it home and you, you know, you can open the one that's the smoke and smell it, or mm-hmm. you get the one that's apples or mm-hmm. rubber, all yeah, these oh, different that's things. That's not a good one. No, <laughs> but it's, it, there's all these tools and the, the lexicon breaks that down as well. So if you have apples, it might give you a number for the, the, the actual flavor that you can purchase, mm-hmm. or it gives you the applesauce you could buy. And mm-hmm. it also gives you the vial number for the list in the cat or Nescafe. Yeah. Not Nescafe. That's a coffee. That's an instant oh, coffee. That's right. You want the, uh, the du Cafe. That one, the Lanez du Cafe, yeah, the yeah. number for that so you can smell it. Number so 17's Apple. It starts making... <laughs> <laughs> I learned them all off by heart for my courses. <laughs> <laughs> but it starts making them all very uniform. Exactly. It's not perfect by any means, but I think it does kind of and start we, us on that road. And we've sort of skipped into the lexicon, and the last part we probably should mention why we're talking about the lexicon, we're going to give you an example of one of these, right. is... It not only tells you how the smacker's jam, but it tells you how to prepare it. So so you're not just, mm. you know, smacker's jam on some toast That's or true. just a big blob of it in on, on in a cup. It yeah. says, no, we want you in a one-ounce cup. We want to have a, a tablespoon or a teaspoon. We yeah. want to mix with water. And that's because, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, intensity and things Ooh, like that. Man. Sorry, man. But yeah, I mean, so it does really break down how to use the flavor, what flavor to get, and how to define it. It's brilliant that way, very simple. So let's let's do this. Let's go through using the taster's wheel and the mm. lexicon. Let's yes. do a let's do a dry run practice. We'll okay. do a practice. Okay. I actually have some coffee here. Oh, got, okay. Is it dry or is it? It's very wet. Oh, that's real coffee. Nice. It's it's it got cold. That's all right. Cold's good. You can start getting some of those defects. Can <laughs> I have a little taste for this? You can. It's very cold. But. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's good though. It's is it Brazil? I don't know. I have to look at the bag. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, let's let's do step one. What okay. is what is step one? Very first, first thing, first, I've got the taster wheel. Yeah, I've got I've the got in front of me here. Yep, yep, I've gone through the other podcast. You look at it and you go. The first thing you do, you look and go, whoa, a, this is this has been done very logically. It's very in sequences. It's, mm. it's colorful. It's got, I th- I'm not sure if it's a 99. I think it's got 100 That's something. the other thing. The colors on the wheel have been specifically chosen to uh, what they've found. Pe- most people associate that color with that flavor. And that was right. a lot of words for if it's plum, the color is plum. You know, or if it's lemon, it's yellow. Orange is orange. I hate to tell you this, Reed, but there's no plum in this. uh, Oh, there's no plum. Sorry, mate. There was on a different wheel. There's some other wheels out there. And which is a good point. There are many wheels that we've been using coffee obsession over there. And it's got its flavor. I like that one. It's got a lot more flavors than officially are in coffee, but that's all right. But (laughs) you've got many others out there that you can, the taste is something. what is it? Yeah, there's a whole lot of. I them think out professionally, there. if you're doing it, it's something you are going to want to. You know, your whole company is going to want to use the same wheel. It, it's really if helpful. you have multiple locations, that kind of thing. If you're at home, I mean, you could use any wheel. It's all about consistency. Kind of consistency, exactly. Yep, yep. But step one. Okay, yeah, I say you're looking at it. really. I mean, it has got all that detail, and then you go, man, this is really beautiful. This is someone's put some effort into this, and it looks like a. You could actually put this on your wall and say, "Look at that." In fact, we have a couple on our wall at, at, at Caravan Coffee, and it Look looks really nice. You can get big, you can blow it up, and you oh, just man. 
we, uh, Chris and I were looking at uh, tasting some art. coffee from Rwanda just yesterday, and we, I noticed he went straight over to the wheel and said, I think it's got this over here. Mm. And then we went back to the middle and we started another flavor and said, I think it's also got this one here. And well, there we suddenly were describing this Rwanda coffee. But first of all, you just got to take it in. Yeah. Take yep. in all the wheel. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those things, it's, it's helpful to study the wheel as well. That's to part understand of that what's looking at, there. read some of these words, and some of them you'll. <laughs> Excuse me. You'll know, you know, blackberry. You'll know that, but you, then you get down to sour aromatics. What's that taste like? Or to isovalic acids, and that's where that lexicon comes in because exactly. it breaks that down a little bit. <coughs> exactly. So, you, so I think number one, take it all in. Take time to appreciate it, to to read it, to understand it. And I would say, if you don't do that, it's still so logically laid out, mm-hmm. and they've done it in such a smart way that it's actually still usable. And I find, excuse me, find it super helpful and. E- Easy, even if I don't know what's exactly. on Exactly. If you're really starting, I would just stay right in the middle, the yep. first layer in the middle there, and it gives you some big, broad categories. And if that's all you do, great. You've started thinking about your coffee. Yeah. And that's step number two. Oh, there you go. Right, start of step number two is, yep. is taste some coffee. That's right. We have to have something to that's use. That's where the, the black, the- <laughs> unflavored stuff comes in. Yeah, we have to, we have to have something that we can... That we can Try and pull flavors out. Like I just tasted yours then. I yeah. tasted and I thought, mmm, that's interesting. I've got some taste already going in my mind. That's yeah. just, And it's not that I'm brilliant. Uh, it's I more that... Brilliant. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> but I think it's more I've just spent some time thinking about it and I've got some experience behind me. And totally. I know what... I know what some of these flavors now taste like, and I've got so used to them, I, I can pinpoint, I can go back to that flavor rather than just saying, oh, the coffee tastes good. And I think we, we don't have to go into it in this episode because we kind of covered it in the last one, but there's a there's a process of appreciating and noticing the mm-hmm. the flavor, yes. um, the fragrance, the aromas, all those different parts. And we're going to go in yeah. another episode deeper into kind of some of those aspects as far as like body and all those different body things. acidity which is a very hard one to what, how do you explain that but that process yeah. we talked about in 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 our uh, earlier episode about just the the progress of, mm-hmm. of how the physical process goes through smelling the ground coffee and that's right um, and you you have your coffee you do it ground first so you just get right. the fragrance of it then do it with water and you taste that again absolutely once you've got that all going on in your mind that's where all through that process, when it's dry, when it's wet, you can now go to the taster's wheel. Right. So step number three. Right. So you've got these thoughts going through your mind and you taste your coffee again, you slurp it, you slurp it again, mm-hmm. you smell it, whatever you're doing with it, and you say, hmm, I taste, I taste, there's something fruity in here. It, it, it's, it's not roasty, it's not spicy, but right. it's it's fruity and i sometimes find that i'm i'm missing for words like i i don't know mm-hmm. like i taste it and i know that there's flavors there but i don't know what words to say so the easiest thing is to i'm, I'm just holding the wheel here is to put my finger right in the middle of it mm-hmm. oh, you, oh you've got another wheel oh that's another wheel <laughs> but uh is to put your finger in the middle and so let's let's go down one path Right, For which this. is this is where it's probably good. Uh, you can do it by yourself, but you have some others. Right, they can sometimes fill in those gaps that you yeah. can't put a word to, and they say not that you want them to lead you on to a path that's wrong. Right, but, but some can, people may be able to define it or to pinpoint a word that either 
is the word you're looking for or, or helps you get to that's what right. you're looking you for? That's right. You know, it's, it's a known fact out there that some, like 25%, I'm just going to get broad numbers out here, but like... Just say, a f- this is a fact. 25% of people don't taste very well, if at all. You can take that to the bank. Yeah, you go. You can do tests. I've got this test <laughs> where you put, put this paper on your in your tongue and we can find out if you're just a taster or a mm. non-taster. But then you've got this huge middle part. Right. Obviously, we look at tasting this wheel and yeah. having other people involved who are called tasters and they you can be a... You can taste and, and describe things 25, 26% of the time. Yeah. But by just doing what we're talking about now over and over and over again you can move yourself right up to 74 percent wow and i think that's you know everybody's got a different palate tasting exactly um there is but i should say the, the last 25 yeah. percent are they call them the super tasters are you a super taster i believe i could be but oh, uh, it's a danger in that i i'm not as, i don't do you, feel, do you wear a cape sometimes yeah i fly <laughs> uh, but uh but so, the problem with being a super taster is you taste defects a lot as well so it's not yeah. just oh you can taste fruity. it's a gift and a curse a gift and a curse i i, don't, I, I think i'm just a good taster because i've experienced <laughs> it so long so we've tasted a coffee i'll take a sip of mine here yes and you go start at the middle of the coffee, and I said, do you yeah. get a fruity note there? Let's just go through this one we've got here, perhaps, yeah. whether that's fruity or not. I think it is, actually, but it it's got a little bit. chocolate note, too, by the way. So we taste something in it. We look at the wheel. We, we're starting in the center of that wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, there's a fruitiness we notice in our coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we say, okay, well, we've got some fruitiness in that coffee. So we, we follow the path of fruitiness. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. take that one more step out. If you want to, you can stop there and just enjoy yeah, you your can coffee from there. Or we say, you know what, we want to break that down a little further. So, what's you the want, next step we take that to? And the, as you go out to the next level on the wheel, as you're getting towards that rubber on the outside, uh, not the rubber note, but just the rubber <laughs> of the tire. If it was a wheel, yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, you, you, it gets broken down. So, fruity is a huge term. What sort of fruits, just generally, are out there? And I'm looking at the wheel now, and I'm going to say, okay, you can have a berry fruit. Berries, yeah. Dried it categorizes fruit. the different yep. fruits. Citrus fruit. And I love this one. Other fruit. <laughs> sort of like, okay, that doesn't tell me much. But Dragon fruit. If it's not berry, fruit. if it's not dried fruit, if it's not citrus, we're going to have to go to the other fruit side of it. Gotcha. So let's say it's a citrus fruit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've got the fruity. So and now you're, the you're being really already, nerdy. You're calling it citrus now. Well, and it's like the wheels already helped us to kind of define it yeah. a little bit. Um, so we're at citrus. We, we can actually we can say, you know, is there a breakdown for that even? And sure enough. There is. Bada bing, bada boom. There is. Mm-hmm. So we can sharpen our, our description of that down even further. So that then it you know goes into grapefruit, orange, lemon, or lime. And we can say, you know what? This has a really, this has a, a lemon flavor mm-hmm. to it. And now you're right on the outside and you're getting very specific now, which is right. wonderful. And it doesn't actually do this here, but sometimes you can talk about lemon, a Myers lemon. Is it a sweet lemon? Is it a sour lemon? You can actually bring some other things, even though it just says lemon in here. Mm-hmm. By going over, as I look at the the lexicon for yeah. it, it says all these words. And for instance, going for if I went to fruit, it would give me saying, well, when I say just generally fruit, it tastes fruity. What's that taste like? And I look at my lexicon, it's got a sweet, floral, aromatic blend of variety of ripe fruits. And I'm thinking, whew, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what that means. But if you go and buy some juicy. Uh, uh, juicy juice, 100% juice kiwi strawberry, and tells you how to mix it up and yeah. taste that and smell it. That's what they mean when they say fruity. Yeah. Or you can go to, like you were talking about before, the Lanese Du Cafe and pick out the apple one, number, vial number 17. Mm. Smell that, don't drink that. Smell that, and that's the fruity note. Yeah. And, but you've talked about citrus. So now, 
okay, it's fruity. What was a berry? No, I think it's more citrus. So now you go to the citrus page and you yeah. first look at how what citrus tastes like compared to yeah. berry. It's just crazy how much you can, you know, at each step you can define it. I love the, by the way, I love the, the description of, of yeah, citrus. Yeah, what is it show for citrus? It says a citric, which is, duh, yeah, a citric <laughs> sour, astringent, slightly sweet, peely, and somewhat floral aromatic that may include lemons, limes, grapefruits, or oranges. Ooh. So it's pretty general, but it's got something it, it helps specific to, start, to citrus. Yeah, it helps you to start specifying it. And I, and I would also say this, you know, each coffee is not going to have necessarily one strain or one route through the flavor wheel. You may have a coffee that tastes chocolatey and raspberry and, you know, any number of things. So sometimes what you can do is you can do that, yep. go through that whole process, taste it again. Go through the process again and follow a different path. Different path, that's right. And that's why the nice thing we have other people with you could say, well, I, I sort of get where you're going with the lemon and the citrus and the fruity, but, you know, I also notice there is some other, not citrus, but there's another fruit, or right. they, they may say something quite, you know, chemical note there. There yeah. could be all sorts of things that they or could like come up with. Or like in an early episode, you, you, you had said that uh, cupping with someone, they said it tasted pillowy. Pillowy, that's and right. it's like, you know, how do we define that? So if someone has the wheel, they can say, well, when I say pillowy, I mean floral or right. aromatic or those kind of things. And it can help them to hone that in so that then they say, well, you know what? Actually, what I meant was it tastes like a mm-hmm. flower. And you go, oh, you yeah. know what? I've tasted the that in what the lexicon says and, and I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Pillowy, by the way, I found it's not in the coffee taster's wheel, so I'm still left thinking, what does pillowy mean? <laughs> we'll have to figure it's, that out. I go to sleep days. and I smell my pillow, but then there's different pillow. I don't know what he meant. Well, yeah. Who knows? I'll ask him. And you know, I think I skipped about four. Oh, don't worry about Seven it, steps here. But oh, we, we did. No, we got them. But that was, yeah, read the lexicon. Yeah. And then you can also check out the references. It has those references, those flavor references, yep. those kind of things. And, and you know, something I just thought about right now, mm-hmm. you could read through the lexicon. Mm-hmm. And you could find flavors that you like, mm-hmm. and then go look for coffees that say they have that flavor. It, it's yeah, and then you could taste the coffee it, against that flavor. The only thing with that, you may discover by by drinking the coffee and letting going that way, right. you may discover some flavors I didn't even know I liked that. That's true. That's new. That's true. It's new for me, rather than just going for the same old things, which you you're obviously going to like as well. And I think this is a little bit maybe a little challenging to to describe verbally but mm. we'll give it a shot we'll put okay. a, we'll put some pictures and links and all that jazz <laughs> yes but on the taster's wheel at the very edge all the lemon the lime the orange oh, mm. all the flavors that are next to each other are somewhat similar correct but the spaces between those little slivers or spokes mm-hmm. we'll call them spokes yeah i like that are different so if they are larger in distance it means those two are less alike mm-hmm. than ones that may be closer yep. so even as you're around the outside of the wheel you know, there's some really big chunks missing, and that mm. means essentially, yeah, these are not They're close, miles apart. But if there's a larger or you know medium gap, and then a super small gap, the one mm. that's medium is is close, but it's not extremely close. Exactly. I mean, I look on the here, grapefruit and orange are really close to each other, and that that's sort of obvious to us. Um, right. right. But when you skip over from, uh, let me see here, grapefruit to pear, there's a big gap in saying actually. Grapefruit and pear, now you're into a different category, and this, they, are, they are far apart when it comes to tasting coffee. Right, and orange and, and lemon are close to each other, but they have a little gap. So yep. they're they're in the same citrus family. But lemon and lime are close together. Now, we're, yeah. we're picking really easy ones, but <laughs> yeah. if you look at some of these other ones, I mean, you're looking at, uh, what are you looking at? Pea pod, fresh, dark green, vegetative, hay-like, or herb-like. It's like, so whoa. There's, there's really so much in in it. 
Yep. And there's so many ways ways the wheel can be used. So, one question I had for you though. Oh, uh, yes. You know, I this, this is a burning question. Yeah. Do you feel like with the wheel, because you're using the wheel, do you think do you feel like you're you're, you're limiting things because you're like ah, I'm just I'm using what they've already given me. I'm not using my brain. Do you ever feel like ah, I'm not using my mind. I'm actually just picking flavors because I think it and I see it and it makes me feel like I'm. I can actually taste it, but I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not being I'm creative not, yeah. in my own words. Yeah. I or mean, do you feel like it's not limiting? I probably generally think it's not limiting because there's so many flavors, there's so many to learn that you need to keep going back and recalibrating. Yeah. In doing all that, you learn a lot, and you, as I say, half of them I probably never tasted before, but because it tells me to go and and get something, I I, I go to the grocery, I get it, yeah. I come home. Some of them I have to go on the internet to to get some of the chemicals because they don't have them at the grocery. I understand, <laughs> I know why, but now I've. I've actually grown in my understanding of different flavors mm. and the sweet, the sour, the the the, the astringent. You know, I think yeah. what what's the difference between those? Yeah. So it's actually helped me, and I found if this is a good base to get on the same page. And particularly as you're talking to other people in other countries, mm-hmm. it's really helpful in describing things. And uh, but at that point, when you get to the lemony, as I was saying, you could you could you could diverge there from there a little bit, right. And find out actually what's a Myers lemon. Yeah. And I think that's right. I think the the other side of that coin is that, you know, I know that I don't know all the flavors on this wheel. No. And so by learning this wheel, by going through this wheel, I'm actually going to be expanding mm-hmm. instead of limiting in a lot of ways. You do. It sort of seems sort of counterintuitive, but and it's oh, not, just this wheel, there's more. And I say right. it's a living document. There's going to be more, I'm sure. But this, if you can get the handle on these hundred flavors, right. you have done well. And I think that the, the, at the end of the day, it is it is making it easier for us to work with each other, work together to understand each other, mm-hmm. understand what we're doing, and and it's not it's not it's not the end all be all. You know, yeah, like you said, you can define lemon. <coughs> you might have you know a childhood memory of lemons that you can mm-hmm. describe and explain. Mm-hmm. It's not it limiting you, from that. It helps you take that real memory and describe it. Actually, I, I guess you're moving from a subjective to mm. the opposite. Objective. Objective. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, it mm. just helps move that way so that we can help other people understand. Because when, when if, if someone said to me, oh, my, this tastes like grandpa's back leather seat of his cars, I never was in grandpa's back leather seated car. Right. So that's not very helpful to me. But if you say something on here, that is helpful because that brings us together. And then we can right. say, and that smell of lemons, yeah, that smells like my my grandfather's back leather seat. I'm saying, really? I would have thought it was something to do with leather. Right. No, 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 because there was there was lemons in the back seat. I just remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that is a good point. It can help us to define even our own flavors that we have or remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's really, that's the lexicon. That's, you know, it's not everything in there, but it's a good look at the lexicon. Uh, and again, there's an awesome link that we'll put in the description um, that has a really cool interactive wheel. You can actually click on the different segments and oh, it gives yeah. you definitions. Oh, I enjoyed that, yeah. So good. And if you can, you know, do your cupping with your laptop or something and do that. Yeah. And do it. And that's a really easy way. It's almost like a, it's a, a merging of the lexicon and the wheel at and the same technology. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, by the way, these the lex- wheel we probably should finish here shortly. But the the wheel and the lexicon, it's not just necessary flavors as we think in the terms of flavor. I look at one one yeah. chapter here called mouth feel. Yeah, mouth drying, thickness, metallic, oily. You yeah. know, so it helps you understand words that we're going to use in future podcasts when we talk about a body of a coffee. How do you describe that? Yeah. 
I mean, my sales pitch for it is it is a free way to better uh, better understand what flavors you're tasting mm-hmm. and sharing them with other people. Wonderful. It's Wonderful. free. So yeah. we'll put a link to the lexicon. We'll put a link to the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always Google it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. We so greatly appreciate you spending time with us and making it all the way. You're here. You're at the yeah. end. Wonderful. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we're going to do another, uh, we're not really sure how many more episodes. It could go on forever, I guess, but we're going to do, uh, <laughs> on cupping that is. I um, would, as long as you, if all these last few lessons we've had of podcasts on, on, yeah. on cupping, Taste some coffee and think about some coffee. You do that, I'm happy. That's kind of the slogan almost for the series is taste and think. Yep, I like that. Um, but we're going to do uh, we're going to go into some more in-depth uh, looks at cupping um, and kind of walk through that together. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. We look forward to uh, hearing from you next week. Or I guess you'll hear from us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can talk to us as well. That's right. Reach out to us if you want.